So remember how, I think it was in last videos, or I don't know if we talked about this on or off, but we kept saying, Melody, you got to get yourself some graphic t-shirts. Remember that? And I was I like, oh, I've been to, I went to the thrift store. And I, again, I'm in the girls. I'm like going the t-shirts, going the t-shirts, nothing, nothing, nothing. And then something, a little light bulb in my head went off. And I said, wait a minute. Let me go to the guys section. Small t-shirts. What is it? Batman? Woo! And yeah. it has like comic, the comic strip. Yeah, so guys, that I'm wearing, for my cool. listeners, I am watching a, I am, I am uh, wearing a black t-shirt and has a, like a, the Batman signal on it, but yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. comic strip underneath it. I don't know if you can see it really well, but some sort of comic on it. That is awesome. But yeah, I still were is so awesome. many. There were so many graphic tees. I got another one. There was like, there's a whole bunch of different ones, but guys, I was so freaking happy. <laughs> and then also I was like, damn, that's effed up. So what, you're saying that girls can't have graphic tees with like superhero for stuff sure. on it? Because there were a lot of stuff there. Like, I, I mean, this could be a guy shirt for all I know. But most of these shirts are usually, like, unisex. Like, it's very yeah. hard for them to be, like, a t-shirt. like, that mm -hmm. is for a guy and that is for a girl. Like. Yeah, it's changed a lot. Keep keep thrifting, too, because in the thrift shops, you could find. Oh, absolutely. Really, really I paid six stuff. bucks for this little guy. Six bucks Canadian, I, which is probably, like, $3 U.S. or $4 U.S. So That's a very cool uh, a shirt. I'm, I'm very happy with my find. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, you should be, <laughs> as you should be. And it's the fact that you only paid six bucks Canadian, three bucks American. I think that's a win, win, that's a, win. That's a win for me. And also, yes. this is just a side yes. note. In this thrift store, there is a man with a parrot walking around. That always adds something to it. I don't. I normally don't go to thrift shops. I'm, that's just not my thing. But when you have one of those little characters in there, those those people that you know, and like man. it was weird because then people were like, "Oh my god, what a nice bird!" and like talking to him. And I'm like, guys, this is weird. We're in a thrift store, and this man's walking around like trying to do a meet and greet with you with a parrot. Why is this man walking around? Like, is he trying to get money? Like. Oh God! It was it was hilarious. It was hilarious. Oh, yeah. oh God! <laughs> anyway, hey Watchaholics, my name is Melody, and I am your resident Watchaholic. Hey, what's going on, everyone? I'm Rod. I am your sometimes co-resident Watchaholic, and uh, it's great to be here with you guys today. We have a very exciting episode. We're gonna talk a lot of things, but mainly our episode is gonna focus on Ant Man: Quantum Mania, the first of the new phase five for yes. Marvel. So we have a lot of opinions. Mel and I, we've been, uh, since we saw it on Friday, we've been kind of going back and forth discussing. And then today before the pre-show, we discussed. And, you know, this is going to be a fun, this is going to be a fun episode because we're going to really discuss things um, on on this film and what we felt about it. And maybe has our thoughts changed since seeing it on Friday. Um, and there's been so much discourse online um, in regards to this film among comic book fans and stuff. Uh, and I think that it's rightly so, but I also think that a lot of it was very unjustified, kind of how like I felt about um, Black Adam in a way. And, you know, mm -hmm. again, we'll go into further detail about yeah. what I thought yeah, about the gonna, movie. Yeah. But uh, it's going to be a cool, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a good episode because we're going to really go into into the film itself. I think that's one of the things that, is very important. Let's talk about the movie. Let's talk about what this movie is, what it sets up, 
and then we'll talk about our own personal expectations of what we thought the movie should yeah, have been. But, what, you know, and, and that's yeah. what we'll do. So, and we'll have fun with that. We will. Of course, before we dive into it, we're going to go into our little segment about what we watched last week, what things are we, what new things are we watching. So, yeah. the last couple of weeks, Rondi has told me that I need to watch these like documentaries on Netflix. Like, there's one for racing, there's one for tennis, and there's one for golf. So, like, they all have different names, but they're all like basically covering that sport and following different players throughout that sport as they go through different seasons of whatever their sport is. So. The other day, Ryan was like, oh, there's a new one called, it's like a golf one. And I was like, oh, okay. And because Netflix in the U.S. and Canada are different, like sometimes you just don't know what it's going to show you. But on mine, yeah. it came up with the the new golf one, which is called Full Swing, I believe. Yes, Full Swing, yeah. And I started watching it, and I have to I have to agree with Ryan. These are really good. I have one more episode left. I was going to finish it last night, but I couldn't. You're way uh, ahead of I me. I have not even started week. watching it. I haven't even oh, started. Oh, it's I was good. Like- it's good. I want to finish the tennis one before I jump into that one, but oh. I am, first of all, congratulations, and I'm so happy that you started watching this, and I'm glad that you are seeing it the way I'm seeing it and how well these documentaries are done. Yes. Very, oh, my God. Now, like the, they're even, like, emotional. Like, yeah, oh they are. God. Let me ask you. Can I ask you? I, I don't know if they did this in this one, because in the racing one they did and in the, and in the tennis one they did, did they explain the sport? In a way yeah. that is easy for you to understand. Because that's the that's to me, that's the most vital thing that these shows have done is that they've explained the sport to a person that normally doesn't see the sport. And I think that that's one of the big selling jobs that this show does is that it explains how does this sport, how, what, is this, what does this mean? What's the terminology? You know, all these things. So I'm glad, Mel, that, that it does that. Because look at you. Look, you're kind of like, wow, you've, went, you've gone through it already. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's really good. Um. They, they they do the same in this one. I think in the first couple of episodes, especially like the first one, they'll like talk more about the um like what a birdie is, a boogie, mm-hmm. a bogey, all these words that are like I never know. I mean, I never watched golf, but it's like it's been actually. It does not that I'm going to go and watch golf now, but it was definitely much more like it brought me in more to understand like what the sport is because honestly, to me for golf, I'd have been like. I mean, I know it's a hard game. I know it's really hard to to hit that ball. So to see these players, like, you know, play so well and some mm-hmm. that are, like, just rookies but they're trying to be better or or there's, mm-hmm. like, this whole um, – I don't know if you heard about the whole thing going on with uh, Live Golf. Have you heard about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah so this show yeah. covers that and and some players that have gone over to, to do Live That's Golf. That's a big deal. So, that is a massive yeah. deal right now yeah. in, in the PGA. The PGA is the mm-hmm. normal, quote-unquote, golf league of, of yes. you know, of the world. Golf, yeah. But then you have Live, and Live is uh yeah. is run by the, the Saudis, the Saudi government, and they pay big, big, Oh, big so much money. It, it, I mean, yeah. well, going back, I, to me, I was already shook at the amount that players make even just like in the PGA golf, if they, mm-hmm. if they make the cut, cause there's so many things I didn't even know. Like I didn't know you didn't get paid mm-hmm. if you don't make it to a certain cut of the game mm-hmm. of the tournament. And also there's mm-hmm. so many tournaments. Oh my God. And that's where they kind of, where they, cause they go to so many different tournaments. They'll explain like, mm-hmm. Oh, there's 72 holes played over three days, yeah. three days, things like that. And that's been really fun. And, and like just seeing like how hard it is to really keep up, your fame or keep yes. up how good you are in this sport uh, because 
that's what, that's how you make money for your family. And if you're not playing good and you go to a tournament and you don't make the cut, you're leaving with no yeah, money. You're in trouble. You're in yeah, trouble. yeah. So, which fact. is why a lot of players are going, or at least right now, that there was like, I think there was like ten maybe players. I think they co- they covered two players that went to 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 live or to three, live, two right. or three. Yeah. Um. But like that, a lot of those players were like, well, I mean. I know for a fact I'm going to make money no matter how I play, even though like, I'm going to play. Because yeah. they're good. They're going to pay me hundreds of millions of dollars. And it, and I know that I'm going to play less and still make money instead of working more and possibly not making money. Yeah, You know, they're doing this for their yeah. families. And there's just so much. But uh, uh, I would de- – I mean, I know you're going to watch it, but – um, oh, I am. I am but I know for the watcher, yeah. the watchaholics, definitely give it a shot. And you yeah, know, give it a uh, shot. It's good. if you're if you're not into sports, and look, Mel isn't really into sports like that. And and she got into it. And like I said, Mel, I'm telling you, watch the tennis one. The tennis one is really good because it's just as um, I'm assuming it's just like that. Where the tennis one is cool because it goes into a lot of the new faces in tennis. It doesn't really it, it touches upon. Yeah, same with the so golf. I, 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 I still, I still, I, I, I'm still, I'm, yeah, I think I still have um, maybe an episode or two left to go into the tennis one. It touches upon Rafa Nadal a little bit, but he's not featured. He's mm-hmm. more looked upon as the mythical yeah. figure in the mm-hmm. thing. Kind of like I would assume when they do a Tiger. Yeah, um, like you see Tiger and everybody's yeah. like, oh my God, like Tiger's playing. Because yeah. especially it was like after the accident that he had and yeah, yeah. Yeah, all yeah, that yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. and how, yeah. you know, there's some. Yeah, there, but watch. But, yeah. Yeah, watch okay. that one and definitely, like I said, please watch the racing one. The racing one is so That good. one's intense because you could like die. It is. And it's great because you got three seasons. I mean, it's gonna be old because it's it goes back like I wanna say two oh, it's three seasons, seasons ago. The 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 racing one, yeah, because it started the racing one started first. So. Oh shoot. Yeah. I didn't but know it they were so seasons. Good. Yeah, they did seasons. Oh. Um it's ten episodes. Oh, wow. So a lot of the guys that like if you start season one, a lot of those guys might not be on the same racing team that they are now, but you have a lot to go off of and it's so good. And these drivers have like just amazing personalities. They're all different. It goes into it touches upon so mm-hmm. many cool things. Please watch it. I, I think you are. Especially after watching the golf one, I think you're gonna go. Yeah, because I really liked it. It's natural, it. It's natural yeah. to go into the other things. And I really hope, in all honesty, that some of the other sports do it. Like I would love, God, I would love for Major League Baseball to do this because I'm sorry, I'm gonna watch Alice. I'm going to a sports thing, and I know this isn't that podcast, but um, <laughs> I feel like I feel like baseball could do this, could use this because right now in the states, baseball is probably like the third most popular sport. It used to be number one, and then it used to be number two. Now it's number three. I say NFL is number one because NFL is king, National Football League, and then the NBA is second, um. and then baseball is third. The thing is that baseball does not market its players. It doesn't. I don't know. I don't understand why. Well, I kind of have an idea. I think there's a union stuff there, and it's it's a very different thing. But they don't market their players. And I feel like this show in baseball would do wonders, like wonders. Like if you were to – if they were to do 10 episodes and, and focus upon different players around the league, it would – change the entire landscape because then you'll have people from different parts of the world be like, oh, that's Aaron Judge from the New York Yankees or that's um, Pete Alonso from the Mets. You know, that's Bryce Harper from the Phillies. That's Shohei Otani from the Angels. You know what I mean? That's Julio Rodriguez from the Mariners. Like, you'll put a face 
And I think that that's one of the things with sports is, yeah, the t- especially a team sport, because that's the thing. That's true. Golf isn't a team sport. Um, tennis isn't a team sport. Racing is kind of a team sport, but it isn't just because, you know, you, you think about one driver driving for a particular yeah. company. But I would, I think, I, I really do truly think that this style of documentary, doing it that way and focusing on 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 a sport, like I said, baseball, would make, would just drive the popularity up. Because that's what it's done. These shows have made all of, like for, for F1 racing, I'm telling you right now, a lot of people started watching F1 racing after this documentary. I know for a fact during the pandemic, that's when I started watching the mm-hmm. the documentary after the pandemic everybody started watching this uh, the the racing because of the fact that the Netflix show put them on and sometimes you need kind of a gateway to you know think to put you into the into the into the path of watching this you know so mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. i very very i very very much hope that somewhat in major league baseball which i don't know you know they're very major league baseball is very uh protective of the sport but yeah. i really do hope that they someone gets in someone's ear there and they make that happen because i feel like it would do wonders it really yeah. truly would that in growing the sport mm-hmm. you know what i mean but i definitely watch alex like i've told mel and i told all of you before please watch the rest of these shows they are so 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 good yeah they're very good and it's different it's a good. different thing you know and it's good to watch something different you know because you we get stuck on watching so many of the same things i'm kind of going through that now where where, yeah, I'm, I've been watching so many comic book-related things. And it's like, yeah, I want to watch something different, something to to, to kind of, like, deviate. Because yeah. sometimes we, we, we as fans, we get jaded, you know what I mean? We start looking at at things, and, and, and then it just kind of like, oh, man, I, I kind of lost the fun in this because we're getting so much of it. So sometimes it's good to yeah. step away. Step yeah. away, watch something different. <laughs> watch something different, yes. Agreed. And perspective. So anything agreed, else you watch, Mel? Or, or, or uh-uh. is there anything else you watch? Um, that's the only new thing I watched. Well, I mean, I watched, I watched reality TV for, I watched a reality TV show on Netflix uh, called The Perfect Match. It's new, by the way, to my Watchholic listeners. There's a plug here. I do have a YouTube channel where I did cover uh, the first four episodes. I reviewed and recapped the first four episodes of The Perfect Match on Netflix. So if you're interested in that, please go over to my YouTube at the same name, The Watchaholic. And uh, yeah, I covered a lot of that. So Oh, that's cool, cool. so pretty I, uh, much I've been doing that. What about you? Uh, I watched. So I, I watched two things actually. I um uh, on Friday I was home uh, with my wife and we we're just like, oh, let's watch something fun, whatever. So um, I came upon a movie that I wanted to see. It came out in the theaters in July. It's available. It was available. So I was like, oh, let me watch it. I don't know if you remember this old movie. I mean, you probably don't, but maybe you do. It's an old movie called House Party. Um, it was a, it was a, a kind of a nineties comedy. Sounds familiar, but I don't think I've ever seen it. Well, the original was, was a, was a kind of a hood classic, something that I grew mm. up watching and whatnot. Okay. The whole point is that these two guys, they, uh, they're kind of like, you know, entrepreneurs, you know, kind of like hustlers, you know, inf- mm-hmm. like one of them is trying to be an influencer on IG. <laughs> the other one is like a, a, a music producer. He has a, he has a daughter and he wants to like get her into like this like really good, like, I guess like, uh, like kind of pre-K program, but it's like costs a lot of money. Mm-hmm. They both just got fired from their cleaning job because they, they work for a cleaning company 
and they got fired because the camera caught them smoking weed and having fun and stuff, not doing their job. <laughs> so anyway, okay. they're at this house. They found out that they got fired on the job pretty much. So they're like, you know, they're like all upset. And he's, you know, they're like, oh, let's just finish up or whatnot. So the one friend, the one that's the, the IG entrepreneur, he starts going around the house. He's like, yo, this house is super big. And he finds all these things. That's, the suit is super huge. He's wearing it. And then he goes and he looks at an email. He has a laptop. The laptop's open on, the, on this desk, mind you. You know, it's not even his place. He opens and he hits it. The house belongs to LeBron James. <laughs> so... So you can kind of see where this is going. <laughs> they decide they, they want to have, but they didn't know. They oh, didn't know. Oh, okay. They okay, decide nice. they go into the trophy. Oh, no, not through the email. They go into the trophy room and they oh, see all these it. jerseys. And then they see the championship ring of when LeBron won the championship with the Cavaliers. And that's when he noticed. Oh. And um, they decide to pretty much like, oh, listen, you know, let's throw a party here in the house. You could charge. Thousands, you know, thousands of dollars to come in. Um, we could say it's LeBron throwing the party, and then they have Le- LeBron's Rolodex of like famous people. So they start sending yeah. emails like, like, "Hey, yo, come to my party." Da 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 da. So this movie has a ton of cameos, a ton of cameos. You got cameos from a bunch of like athletes, a bunch of rappers, and it is yo, it was hilarious. Yo, this movie was fucking funny, like. like it is i can't even tell you i can't even tell you how funny this thing is in terms of in terms of like what what it was and again it was one of those films where i just watched it i had like kind of like low expectations you know it was like yeah let's just let's just watch something we don't have to think about or or you know yeah and it was a fun time my wife and i we were cracking up and i'm telling you if you got a chance if you're like not you're you're at home you're not doing anything you want to watch something funny to just crack up and just just relax to watch this yeah. movie it was so funny it took me where was it? Completely where is it on? off guard streaming i i i i found it um where was it was it hbo max that i saw it i don't even remember what i saw it on what's the it name might be it's called house max. party house party yeah oh okay house party. okay and on saturday we had family over and we saw um the jailer one um shotgun wedding and, oh, I haven't um, seen that's a bit on my list. I was gonna watch, I was gonna do a review, and I just it's yeah. I just, I, I it was good, it. it was very fun. It was fun, it was funny. Oh, okay. It was kind of like a it was like a romantic action comedy, like kind like, of like um, that. And, the Sandra Bullock movie, kind of The like Lost City, The Lost City with Sandra Bullock. And yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't even I didn't even get to see that one, but oh, I, it's in that I watched lane. that one. It's like, yeah, it's like action and rom- rom- yeah. Rom- yeah, yeah, it's kind of like that, and it's it was a good movie. I I enjoyed it. It's, it's another oh. movie that you just uh, we watched. You know, we kind of just had low expectations, and we just went in and watched it and enjoyed it for what it was. The you know the you know it had a, it had the whole little romantic angle, but then it had threw you through in the action. So it was like a movie that was a little bit of everything for everyone. And, oh, okay. Uh, I definitely yeah, wanted to it was, watch it. That's definitely on my list. I just haven't. Yeah. Sat down. Definitely and enjoyed it. Yeah. Definitely enjoyed it. I highly, highly, highly recommend. Um, all of you to all you watchaholics to definitely okay. watch it. Oh, and um, well, speaking of um, speaking of rom coms, I forgot I did watch one. I watched Your Place or Mine on Netflix with Reese Witherspoon and Ashton Kutcher. We were watching that. We were watching that. Um, we were watching that. When was it? I forgot when we were watching that. I think it was on Saturday. Yeah, we had the people over. 
Yeah, something not, like that. Did you finish but, it? No, no. Um, my wife ended up falling asleep. She was very, very tired. So I stopped oh. watching it. Um, oh, okay. I, I, watched, I watched the whole thing. I have thoughts up until we finish watching it. But go ahead, please. Oh, you have thoughts? <laughs> Terrible. About her. Okay, so this is my thing. And I love romantic comedies. I grew up on that shit. 2000s gave us amazing rom-coms. So whenever I see a rom-com, I'm down to watch it. Because I'm like, yes, take me back to that like stereotypical love story that everyone's just like, oh my god, like you're just in a different, mm-hmm. again, this fantasy world where people fall in love, right? Yeah. I love that shit. I use it up. And... I, I genuinely liked this movie. I didn't have a problem with it. But, like, a lot of people have been talking about, like, that it wasn't good and all this stuff. And, like, I, I, I liked it for what it was. And I think rom-coms should never be, like, judged so hard. Where people are, like, talking about all this. Like, oh, well, it's the same thing. I'm like, that's what a romantic comedy is supposed to be. It, it is not supposed to be something that is revolutionary. It's supposed to be about two people who fall in love usually the same way. Two people who don't know that they're in love and then they find out they are two best friends. Two people who don't like each other. It's like, it's always going to be rehashed. And I, mm-hmm. I... I have never cared because I love rom-coms. So, like, yeah. I always get so annoyed when I see, like, these... And it's mostly... I mean, not that there aren't women, but when I watch these reviews, like, if I go on YouTube and I'm like, okay, let me see what this person reviewed for a rom-com, it's always guys. And guys are always, like, just saying, like, oh, it was the same thing. I didn't really like it. It was boring. It was this or whatever. And I'm like, I don't know if it's just because they're a guy, so they just don't look at rom-coms the same as, like, a girl would. But sometimes I'm just mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like rom-coms, like, that's what they're supposed to be. They're not supposed to be, like, this revolutionary thing where, like, the plot has to be something completely different because it's a rom-com. Like, it's, yeah. you're supposed to, like, it's supposed to be two people fall in love under ridiculous premises or very yeah. stereotypical premises. So to me, like, I was like, I, I didn't mind. It was fine. I mean, the only thing I thought was weird was the fact that they were never in the same room together. Like, only at the that end. That like- is my big, that's my gripe of this movie. Yeah. And honestly, yeah. though, can I can I be honest? Like, you know how you were talking about, like, oh, like, people said, like, oh, it's always the same thing. Yeah. As much as that was my gripe, that's kind of what made the movie kind of interesting was the fact that they were never in the same room together. So it was kind of a, it was kind of revolutionary in the romantic comedy genre that they did that. So you got to give okay. the kudos for that for doing something different. Yeah, because visually, it was you know it was they were never together. I mean, granted, I, again, I, I finished. I was maybe halfway through it, so um, I don't know. I don't know how it ends. I don't know if they ever do bump into each other. I'm assuming they do at some point. But mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong. I was watching it. I was into it. I wasn't bored or anything. I was. I was entertained. I was, you know, getting to the whole. Are they gonna end up together? But then I see what that. What part did you see up to? Into, Do you remember? I got up to the point where Reese gave Jesse Williams. Oh, that Kutcher's fine man. Memoir. Memoir. Yeah. Oh. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. And then okay. you know she was deciding whether she was gonna, I guess, tell him or not. I'm not sure. I, that's where I left. Yeah. Off. So along those lines. Yeah. 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 It was, but I, I was entertained. It was good. Um, I enjoyed Reese's side more than Ashton Kutcher's because I was like, I was like, I, I didn't, I didn't get Ashton Kutcher's perspective too much on his side of the film because it felt like two movies in one because you know you're focusing on two characters. Yeah. So I was more on Reese's side because I, I. 
I, I, I saw more. Like you understood, happening. like she's like a mom, and then she's like, okay, well, I need to yeah. get this practical job to like take care of my kid, yeah. and like that's my life, and all this stuff. And with him, it's kind of like, yeah. well, what's the? But it, actually, yeah. at, at some point, you understand. You just didn't get to that part. Like, yeah, I didn't get to that his, part. So that's why, I, yeah, like I can't his judge part it. or or his reasoning for like why he lives in New York and why he lives like the way that he does or whatever it is. Like that's kind of. It's like he does have like a revelation moment where he's like talking to someone about mm-hmm. what happened, etc. So you kind of mm-hmm. get that. Um, okay. But I, I, but I, I don't understand why people are hating. I'm like, that is what rom coms are supposed to be. Like that. Yeah. It, it like unless you're not supposed to reinvent to rom, the wheel. Yeah, like when when we in the 2000s, romantic every single romantic comedy was, it was always about the same. Pretty and, similar. Pretty similar. Remember the year, and literally Ashton Kutcher was talking about it in an interview, where it was like his movie, it was like him and Natalie Portman did No Strings Attached, and in that same year, his now wife, Mila Kunis, did Friends with Benefits same movie. with Justin Timberlake. Same movie, different actors. And we all watched it. And we all yeah. were like, oh, this is funny. This is great. We watched it, and that was it. But like, that's what romantic comedy is supposed to be, and like, I just yeah. feel like people are just like, they look into it too much. And for me, I'm like, listen, was I entertained? Did yeah. I think the two leads have had chemistry? I actually thought they had chemistry, even though they weren't even in the same room. Like I, yeah. I believed them for the most part. I thought I was like, I could believe these two people would fall in love. Like yeah. I can see this whole like they've been friends thing. Like even though they were never in the same room, which was weird, but it did give like a different pers- like type of perspective, like you said. So anyway, that's my thought. <laughs> I went into right. a big tangent because that's something that's literally been bothering me since no. I watched it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are people judging rom coms so hard? <laughs> but I'm, I'm a hardcore, hardcore rom com stan. Yeah, Always will no, be. I know, I know that, I know that. You know, you know. But anyway, okay, let's get into why we are here. Sorry, guys, it took us a while, but we're here. <laughs> Batman, um, and the Wasp, Quantumania, our review. Our oh, thoughts. I'm sorry. I forgot. To, I keep saying, I keep forgetting to say Wasp. Oh. I am so sorry. I am sorry, well, Wasp fans. I keep It's okay because that's that's what I, I was in my notes talking about the Wasp in this um, because I did think that that was, okay, we'll get into it. But Okay, okay. All right. Let's just give, I'm going to give my overall thoughts before we dive into like specifics. So for me, my overall thought about this movie, when I first saw it, I, and I told Rodney this, I was kind of like, it was really funny. And I didn't know if I was supposed to be laughing, you know, and I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. And then I thought about it more and I was like, what's Mordok? Is that the guy's name? The floaty thing? Modoc, Modoc, yeah. Modoc, that guy, or whatever. So that character I heard is like completely different in the comics. Like it's just like not, it's not, it's basically like they redid it and a lot of people think that they effed that up, but I don't know because I don't want, I don't read the comics. So to me, I didn't really know. Mm. But mm. I thought the movie to me was, I thought it was really funny and actually funny in a good way. I never, I, I actually found myself like, like actually laughing. Like I thought the jokes were good. I thought they were placed well. I didn't really feel too forced. I didn't think like it was like too much of like the you know, like trying to force it or like in serious moments. I felt like when it was serious, it was serious. I don't know if you believe if you think the same way, but like when when mm-hmm. Kang was on the screen, like there was no like oh we're gonna throw in a little joke here to lighten this up. I didn't mm-hmm. feel that. I felt like when Kang was on screen, like this was it was serious. 
like shit's gonna go right, down right, right, right. They're like let me put in a little quip here or something and if it did mm. it was like snapped like really quick into like no 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 this is a serious moment so i did like that um i thought the actors overall in this film were were we're good. I thought that like I, I thought Michelle Pfeiffer, Jonathan Majors, even Paul Rudd. I think he's always great. I think he's a great Ant Man. I know people just don't really like his character, but I think he suits. Like I think Paul Rudd suits the character of Ant Man, and to me, he's 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 always just fun to watch. I I just, I just really like Paul Rudd too, um, and I overall I think I actually. I I liked the movie. I'm not gonna say I disliked it. I'm not in that group of people that was like. Fail, not good, not good, not a uh, bad Marvel movie. Like I, 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 I think I actually did like this movie. Now, was I like over the top, blown away? Like this is amazing. Like I'd watch it a million more times. No, but I sat there and I genuinely like. Afterwards, I felt kind of weird because of all the reviews that were going on. I felt very like, well, wasn't I supposed to not like this movie? You know, I felt like that pressure was on on me to like not like it because everyone around me was like, this movie wasn't good. This movie was was bad. And, and a lot of the people that I follow, you know, on YouTube who I always follow there, like I always listen to them because I, I actually really agree with them. This was the one movie where I was like, I actually like I enjoyed it. I really didn't think it was as bad as people <clears throat> were saying. I I was entertained. Was it a perfect movie? Absolutely not. We'll get into it. But I, I I liked it for what it was. That like there were flaws, there were things that could have been done better. But I I when I rethink about the movie and like my actual experience in it, I know you said you dozed off a couple of times. I was mm-hmm. genuinely like I was present. I was watching the film for what it was, and I was entertained. So yeah, yeah that's my um, overall thoughts. Okay, no, and I, I I like your see. I like that review. I like how what you said. I think you hit the nail in the head in this film, and I'll, I'll go into my review on it. Initially, when I came out of the theater, I, I gave you my instant reaction, and my instant reaction wasn't very positive. Um, but I think as time has sat since Friday and all the way up until today, mind you, since then, I haven't seen any video reviews of the film. I've only gone on Twitter and I've seen people criticize, but then I've also seen a lot of people. This is where I was surprised. And these are the people that I kind of look at that I follow that were kind of lockstep in, in our, in our POVs of films. And they mm-hmm. were saying pretty much literally what you said, literally what you said, that's what they were saying. They were like saying, I thought I was supposed to hate this movie like that. I thought this movie was bad and I actually liked it. I didn't hate it. It wasn't as bad as the reviewers made it out to be. And this is the thing. This is the thing. And again, I God, I, I, I don't want to be that guy. I hate to bring this shit back to this. But this is all I have been saying for roughly since 2016, since Batman vs. Superman came out. I've been saying the same thing. And finally now, Marvel MCU fans are starting to see it. The reviewers of these films, um. Uh, especially those that go on Rotten Tomatoes, which I absolutely hate. Um, this is what I've been saying since then. These reviews, if you read them, if you look at them, just take a, take a, take an opportunity and just literally go and read Rotten Tomatoes and look at how they review films. Some of these reviews literally do not make sense. 
And that affects the score. And the reason I keep, and I know I say I hate Ron Simmons, I don't go off of the score, but there are literally some people that will go buy a movie ticket based off of that. And because they see that it is rotten, they'll miss out on something. Oh, well, you know, it's it's less than it's less than 50%. I'm not going to go see it. I'm not going to go see it. Mm-hmm. You know, and in terms of this film, again, after I watched it, I wasn't uh, the biggest fan of it. Mel was right. I dealt, I did doze off a little bit in the action, but that could have been a lot of different reasons. Maybe I was tired. You know, I, uh, I don't really disclose too much of what I do, but I work nights. You know what I mean? And I went to go see this movie early in the day. I went, I went to the, to the second show, which was 1130. So, you know, like, um, maybe I was physically tired, you know, I had a very comfy reclinable chair that could do a factor too. You know what I mean? There's a lot of factors in there. I might've, maybe I didn't doze off because the movie was running. Cause mind you, you know, that happened to me during like towards the end, towards like when the middle of the action sequences. Mm. But so, which kind of shows you that I didn't get bored at the first half of the movie where there wasn't really much happening or there was a lot of talking or stuff like that. So the movie itself, I I kind of agree with Mel. I went in and I was at there was a moment where I was looking at the film and I'm like trying to find things that I don't like about it. Yes, which is fucked yes. up. Which is fucked mm-hmm. up because I'm and 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 that's my bad on me. I shouldn't have done that because I feel like I'm doing what other people do to the movies that I like, and I hate that. And I realized, no, let me just watch this movie for what it is. And watching everything, like I told you, Mel, in my in my impressions, I thought the performances were pretty good. Listen, Paul Rudd is Paul Rudd. I like Paul Rudd. Um, is he the most amazing actor in Hollywood? No, he's not. He kind of plays a. He, I almost feel like he plays himself. But you know that's because we like Paul Rudd. But there's certain actors that you just like. That anything mm-hmm. they do, you like them because it's them. There's a comfort there. And yeah. I like Paul Rudd. I think he's pretty good as Ant-Man because technically he's the only Ant-Man we know. We can't measure him to anybody else. Yes, yes. But in terms of the character of Scott Lang, I like Scott Lang. I do not dislike him. You know, um, the other characters, you know, Wasp, again, she's the only Wasp I know. So I kind of, I, I understand where she comes from. Same thing with 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 with, uh, with Pim. Same thing with... Um, Michelle Pfeiffer's character too. I'm sorry, I, I forget his first name. I say Pim, but Michael Douglas's character, Hank. Um, Hank, Hank, yeah, Hank Pym, mm-hmm. um, uh, Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas is Michael. See, that's a different guy. Michael Douglas is an actor, actor. That's the guy that you could be like, no, that's Michael yeah. There's a, there's, yeah. Same thing with Michelle Pfeiffer. That's Michelle Pfeiffer. There's there's yeah. there's different categories people oh, are in. Yeah. Those two are yeah. are legends. They're and on their they've own. Done a, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. they've done a lot of different things where you could be like, okay, no, this these actors are this. Yeah. You know. And then, and then the character actors that play Cassie, this is her first time playing this character because they they changed the actors. They and she was good too. But you know, she was you know she did yes. her, she did her thing. Fine. There were some you lines, know? some line deliveries that I was a little bit like, Ooh. but yeah, for I'm not gonna most harp part, on it. Yeah, I'm not gonna yeah, harp on it. Didn't experience like it you was know, just like, it was like like was the, the story amazing? Yeah, yeah. Was the story amazing? Eh, it was. It was the story was 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 okay. It wasn't, it wasn't, I wasn't over the moon crazy about it. Um, I, the fact that the movie just kind of just jumps, you literally the movie starts and you're just, you're already in it. Like in terms of yeah. like the, 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 the situation, you know, and, but again, 
I, I, it, the writing wasn't amazing to me in terms of the story. It was kind of like, eh, all right, you know, I, I just mm-hmm. went with it because this, this is the movie, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, let me just go into Jonathan Majors. Now, to me, that he was the best part of the film. I feel like he he sold the character of Kang very, very well. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed it so much that I was actually a little disappointed in how it ended. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because I don't know, like I, I was like, you know, so you, you're trying to sell me that this is the big bad, the new big bad for this, however many phases, and I'm like, he took a loss in his first movie. Like I don't know, I, I kind of felt, I kind of felt a certain kind of way about that. You know what I mean? And then I'm like, oh, you took an L, and you took an L from Ant Man and Wasp, really? Like, yeah, Thanos yeah, didn't take an uh, L. yeah. Thanos didn't take a, <laughs> took an L. when uh, an L when he lost. At the end, and it took all the Avengers. So if you're trying to tell me that that yeah. Ant Man and Wasp put you down, I'm like, how 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 intimidating am I supposed to really be by you? Take you as yeah. Hey, watch Alex. Sorry, gotta put a stop on the movie review because if not, this will be a really really long episode. So guys, please tune in to our part two of Ant Man and the Wasp. Quantumania movie review. If you're enjoying this podcast and you're really having a good time listening to me and Rodney chat about everything, movies and TV, please consider reviewing, rating, and subscribing to this podcast. But guys, we will see you for the next episode. Bye!